0: Hey guys, Rhett here with the Game Devs Quest quick tip of the week. If you're anything like me, I know you've been pining after a way to get some music plugged into your game. And maybe that means that you've been fruitlessly searching through the, uh, the music published under the Creative Commons license, but uh, more than likely, you've been looking for a place to start creating your own music. And with the web app Beatbox, it's easier than ever. Just go to Beatbox.co, you'll find right at the top of the page a really great user-friendly interface. You just drag your melody right on the screen, press spacebar to hear it back. You can scroll the, down to the bottom and you can find some really great, easy-to-follow instructions that might get you started. And even further down, you'll find a link to the really convenient offline mode of Beepbox. Again, go to beepbox.co or find the link at the bottom of our show notes. Enjoy the episode. Game Devs. Hey everybody hello and welcome back to game devs quest your once weekly podcast following your, your two best bros taylor and Rhett, uh on their journey into game devdom of course i'm the
1: best bro <laughs> what's up guys i'm the worst bro taylor you like that right <laughs> you remember your place i know i'm the bottom bitch <laughs>
0: <laughs> and with that it's uh been an episode for this week yep uh, i <laughs> um yeah man so uh we've had a busy morning this morning we've just been talking logistics talking about the future of the podcast and uh, eventually we'll want uh some input from you guys but um we'll we'll get there um we're working on getting omgjam.com up so that you guys kind of have a a landing place a landing page a home for the one mechanic game jam um of course, nothing changes right now. We're still going to be, um, you know, doing it on itch.io and all that sort of stuff. So, uh, don't get your panties up in a bunch yet. Uh, but keep posted for that. Um, we'll probably yeah. just tie our website in with itch if we can. But uh, for now, it's just going to be a landing page with a link linking back to itch. But just wanted to give you guys, uh, you know, a little, um, a little information on what we're thinking about planning. The OMD yeah. Jam and all that sort of stuff.
1: I think the fact that we're getting a website stood up is an indication that we plan on doing this for a while, which is yeah. cool. I'm excited. I'm lots really of, excited. Lots of game um, jams to be had.
0: <laughs> yeah. A lot of, you know, and somebody was telling me uh, the other day, just talking about the podcast, they're like, well, how how is it sustainable? Like, how are you going to have people keep coming back and making, you know, one mechanic games? So it's like, well, look, the people that are interested in the challenge, they're going to keep coming back. But most importantly... We're trying to uh, create a spot for new game developers to come and sharpen their teeth in a safe space. Mm-hmm. Um, and even
1: if you're a, an experienced game developer, it's your place to test a new mechanic that you might not be familiar with. You know, there's still like you talk, you hear about people that are experienced game developers that talk about prototyping all the time. Like I was listening to an episode of Gamkito, uh yesterday, where this guy who's definitely a seasoned game developer says he prototypes two games a month on top of all of his other stuff that he does just to just to feel out how a mechanic works. Like maybe it's some UI thing or whatever, you know? Um, so it's definitely valuable, I think, to have to be a part of game jams. And I think that's why, you know, things like Ludum Dare, Ludum Dare, however you say it, um, or Global Game Jam, are still so popular and probably getting even more popular as time goes on because game jams are valuable. It's not something that you should do like all the time, every, every time or whatever, but it definitely is going to help you build your chops on top of being able to network with other people, right? Like, um, one of the, I think this same episode of this guy, uh, I was listening to Gamkito met all of his developers in his company, they like formed this company after they went to a global game jam and in person realized that they mesh really well together, you know, and now they have a studio that they're making a game on that's gonna be released on Steam. So I think there's a lot of value in game jams and um, the one mechanic game jam, I think is a good, good approach for people of all different skill levels. So I'm excited for it. Um, The crass jam that I did last week, I essentially did a one mechanic game jam and it was really fun i learned a lot and uh i don't know looking looking forward to hosting another one of ours
0: yeah and i think it's been just a really great yeah tool for networking people who um are interested in the same subject like you know we have experienced game devs coming in making games and new game devs coming in making games and uh, what's fun is that they're all up in the same place and uh you know we've seen some sub- Experienced game devs uh you know offering advice and stuff to the newbies i think it's just a really valuable networking tool in general and not only that it's like we've met some of our uh our our best game dev friends on one mechanic game jam so yeah totally um so taylor last week's
1: challenge how did you do (laughs) man that was a pretty big challenge actually um now it was dude knowing the book that we're reading is insane so that my challenge was read the first section of between the world and me which is the book we're currently on for our book club podcast which will soon be airing by the way um and god that book is freaking intense and deep like it takes me forever to get through even a single page because it's filled with so much that i have to like contemplate you know what I mean yeah so all that being said I failed my challenge so I've I've (laughs) only (laughs) you said it was like 60 or 70 pages or something and I'm on page like 16 so I Uh, really need to step up my reading game this week
0: yeah man for sure
1: I've been really focused on uh one game a month this week so which has been fun we we can talk about that later but
0: I applaud your dedication to game dev but Taylor you gotta widen your perspectives here you gotta read some (laughs) some books i know uh i know it doesn't work for you because you have short deuces but you know there's (laughs) books that i just like leave in the bathroom next to my toilet and they get read exclusively from the bathroom
1: (laughs) 20 minutes two times a day or something heck yeah hey
0: and if the book's getting really good it's
1: way more than 20 minutes (laughs) Uh, that's awesome well, I'm going to just go out and say that I think you completed your challenge, which was to be uh, more active in Discord, so I applaud you.
0: Yeah, I hope I did. And what's funny is, like, I don't even really remember that being my challenge. I just remember thinking, like, man, I'm being a lot more active on
1: the Discord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been uh, fun. Um, Like, not that you weren't active or whatever, but it's been fun having you participate in a lot more of the the conversation, too. You know? Yeah. And it oh. makes me feel a little bit... um less like i have to be involved in every single conversation like yeah whereas before like i was seriously like for a while i was like driving most of the conversation me and basically like Jago, this guy arnold and patrick like those us four were like holding down the discord and then occasionally other people chiming in but now dude we're getting like our Discord's starting to, to get pretty big and it's hard to keep up with stuff. It's really hard, yeah. <laughs> Literally just as I said that we got another message. <laughs> so um but it's so fun. Like, we're getting a lot of people on our Discord working together, um, giving each other pointers. I'm freaking learning a lot. Like, uh a couple guys catalyst creations and uh oh what's the other guy's name? I'm gonna blank. Oh, Crimson Octopus. He's another guy. He's, he's doing this crazy Twitch Plays game, um, which is basically he's developing a game in Unreal Engine uh, that is designed for streamers to play on their stream. And then people watching their streams can actually interact in the game with them via chat. Whoa. And it's like this giant space game that is freaking cool. Like you're flying around in a ship and people can like, if you're at a docking station, people can in your chat can board your ship with you and be able to like, if there, it kind of reminds me of FTL. Like if there's a fire, people in the chat can try to help put it out and stuff. (laughs) It's freaking cool. Um, Oh my God.
0: That's like so genius. Yeah.
1: So he's a, he's a streamer too. He's, he doesn't, I don't know how often he streams, but he's always talking about how bad he is at streaming, which I think <laughs> is complete BS. But I think his Twitch stream is just uh, twitch.tv forward slash Crimson Octopus. So you guys should check it out. His stuff is awesome. But uh, yeah, so Crimson Octopus and Catalyst Creations are like pretty high end game developers. And they're giving me, along with everybody else in the chat, some great ideas and concepts to to look into like uh Catalyst Creation was talking about scriptable objects in Unity which from my understanding is basically just like a data container where you don't have to have a game object in a scene for your other game objects to be able to interact with which is really handy because like I've always done stuff like um set up like a game manager or an audio manager or something well, audio manager, I guess, has to be an object. But like a game manager that doesn't really have anything except a script on it, I've, I've actually instantiated a game object and made it a singleton so that it stays persistent throughout scenes. Whereas with a scriptable object, you don't actually need to do that. You can just create a script and it's accessible from any scene, like anywhere, which is super cool. I don't know if that makes any sense, but he like he brought that up and said basically he never uses game objects anymore unless he has to. He just uses scriptable objects. So getting a lot of like really cool. um, Now it's kind of a wide gap of skill levels in our discord and it's just so rewarding and fun. And it's like kind of to the point too, where there's so much going on at all times and I'm like glued to my phone at all times that my (laughs) wife is kind of like, okay, seriously, you need to put your phone down. Yeah. (laughs) So I know,
0: and it's funny too, cause like, the phone will stop vibrating at like ten or eleven, and then it'll start
1: vibrating at like six or seven. <laughs> like... <laughs>
0: it's pretty funny how that works. Yeah,
1: for reals. Well, and and we're all over the world too, so yep. it's like whenever there's like some some uh, certain times where both of us are sleeping at the same time or something or all of us are sleeping at the same time where it's quiet and then the rest of the time throughout like i don't know 20 hours of the day it's pretty much going so yeah it's kind of funny so everyone who's uh who's hanging out on discord being active god this is exactly what i was hoping for with game devs quest is building a community and you guys are all making it happen so shout out to Big everyone yeah big shout out
0: to the game devs quest discord server that's
1: right we got some big things ahead of us planned we got the omg jam we got some cool stuff coming up with the podcast it's going to be exciting and uh yeah i'm looking forward to 2018 it's been a good year so far yeah 12 days in can't complain yep (laughs) um yeah what's Um, going
0: on with you man not much um yeah, I was like totally prepping to talk about my challenge, but we already did that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Was there anything else you wanted to say about it?
0: Um, no, 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 no. Um, not at all. Oh, something I really <laughs> wanted to talk about last week that um, we kind of ran out of time for was because uh, I can't remember how exactly we got there, but we were talking about like hangups and projects, maybe. Uh huh. I should have re-listened and found exactly where I wanted to bring this up but also my cat's gone crazy so sorry guys <laughs> but um, there is a tool that I use artistically when I'm creating something whether I'm writing or doing a, a song um, I haven't ever used it for game dev yet but I'm sure maybe for the next OMG Jam I'll bust it out but it's it's this program it's this little app you can get on your phone you can go online it's called Oblique Strategies And Oblique Strategies is interesting. It's basically, it's a deck of cards. And on them are oblique strategies to help you overcome (laughs) a hang-up or something in your creation. And they're really vague and sometimes they don't seem applicable. But the cards are designed to kind of like engage your lateral thinking. Right? Yeah. Um, so this is why I use them a lot because sometimes you'll think about what's on the card and you'll think about how it applies to your problem and you'll come up with, like, a really unique scenario, uh, a, re- a really unique um, solution. Mm-hmm. So, for example, I think the online app, which is at stony.sb.org, uh, mm-hmm. I'll link to it in the show, I guess. It's not that important. But you can also just Google it, oblique strategies and it's on Google Play and I think uh, the Apple App Store but you just click and you draw a card and for example one that I just drew it says decorate, decorate. I don't have no idea what that means off the top of my head but if you're sitting there working on your game and you're having a problem like figuring out where to go next, and you draw decorate decorate maybe that you know maybe it's like okay well i could see a couple places where i can add some more visuals i could you know yeah
1: sprite um, or uh, spruce up the ui and stuff
0: yeah exactly um you know or maybe it's like a yeah i don't know whatever it could be i'll draw another one let's see what it says don't be frightened of cliches (laughs) Hmm. okay so like maybe we're trying to think games (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah, totally. It's a. One mechanic game really jam. A, it's really applicable to anything. You just have to figure out how. Right. Yeah. Like
1: that's kind of the joy of it, dude. And like- this is kind of random, and maybe I shouldn't say this, but how funny would it be if we did these as themes for games? <laughs> yeah, we totally could. <laughs> Mine. So I pulled up the website, and my first one was put in earplugs. So imagine that's your one mechanic game jam. <laughs> it's like pin the tail (laughs) on the donkey, but it's
0: put in earplugs. Yeah.
1: (laughs) But that's a good tip though, too. put in earplugs. If you're having trouble, like this, this happens to me all the time when I'm sleeping, I'm having trouble sleeping because my cats are freaking going crazy. Put in earplugs. All right. Yeah. Someone just tells me to do that. I'd realize that help. Or, uh, the other one I drew is trust in the you of now. That's freaking so insightful. Yeah. Right. I, yeah, dude. I used to use these
0: all the time when writing songs back in the day with a uh, five year winter, yeah. we would, uh, we'd be writing songs and be like, I don't, I just don't know what to do. I just don't know what to do. And so we would draw a card and we'd read, you know, what it says and we'd figure out how to apply that to continue on in the writing process. Mm-hmm. You know, I just drew a card. Is there something missing? I, I, we drew this card one time when writing songs like, oh, hey, we should just, we should add a breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is there something missing? Like, huh? Well, yeah, there is. But, but it might also make you think of, um, it might make you realize that there isn't anything missing. Right. You know, as well. So that's part of it. It's not like, it's not like that this is trying to engage your logical brain. It's trying to get you to engage that sideways thinking, thinking outside the box.
1: Yeah. Dude, I love this. I'm just like cycling through some of them and they're yeah. just so good. Abandon normal instruments. Like... Well, and what I like about it is it emphasizes an action. Yeah. Right? Destroy yeah, yeah. nothing, the most important thing. I don't know. Like, <laughs> just everything is like basically saying, take an action, but like consider doing it this way, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, and that's exactly what
0: they're for. And you know, people use them to make decisions and all sorts of things. But I think they're best applied to creating something.
1: Yeah, else. dude. What's funny is when I saw this on the show notes, it's like oblique strategies, stony, and then I thought it said stony dot ab. <laughs> and since last week we were talking about uh, like yearly goals and stuff, <laughs> I was like, is this like a an ab workout website? <laughs> <laughs> that's funny but no dude awesome tip i love that you should put that as a daily challenge one of these days yeah maybe i will yeah the
0: with the wikipedia about oblique, oblique strategies says that um each card contains a phrase or a cryptic remark which are used to break a deadlock or dilemma situation some are specific to music composition others are more general
1: so the person the two people that I see up there, Brian Eno and Peter Schmidt. I'm not sure who Peter Schmidt is, but Brian Eno sounds familiar. And I Googled him, and it does sound like he's a very popular posi- uh, musician. I don't know. Yeah, has, have you he heard is. of him?
0: Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I don't All know.
1: Right. Well, he comes uh, up. He has a big old bio up here. Oh. I'm trying yeah, to see what band is. he's in. Roxy Music, Portsmouth. Symphonia, 801 and passengers i guess i don't know any of those but that name sounds familiar anyways
0: yeah i don't know uh, he's associated with david bowie talking
1: heads oh, okay
0: yeah yeah. devo u2 phil collins
1: oh maybe maybe Coldplay i know genesis i see a an article called ambient genus genus genius not genius. <laughs> <laughs> uh i bet you i've heard some of his ambient music maybe that's cool
0: that and he's associated with all of these gigantic bands that everybody knows right <laughs>
1: <laughs> very cool dude um well my week uh i guess i'll just jump in has been good i've been uh streaming of course my work on one game a month and uh the game that i'm making so far has been the most exciting game i've ever worked on which i feel like i've said time and time again doing one game a month but i think probably the reason for that is just because i'm actually making progress in in like my skills in game development and uh so this month you know the theme was rebirth talked about it before and i'm doing kind of this prehistoric um 2d adventure type of game and uh, this week i did a lot of pixel art a lot of animating so uh, last week i i'm pretty sure i did the run animation for my character and got them all rigged up last night uh, the last two nights i've been working on uh, making this throw animation so the the character that you can control um, basically can now throw a rock um, from every direction so since it's a top-down 2d the annoying thing is that you have to make um, essentially three sprites or three animations for each type of animation. So, like if he's running, you have to r- do a run animation where his back is away or his back is facing you going up. Uh, he is facing you going down, and then the horizontal one where he's like sideways. So you have to do that for each animation you do, which is very time-consuming. But I got it all animated. I think. Both the run and the throw animation look pretty decent. And I got them rigged up in Unity. So right now it's really cool because you can run around the scene. I have the camera as a child of the, the caveman game object. And so the camera follows you. And uh, now you can run around the scene and actually throw rocks, which is fun. Um, I'm going to have to set up basically the ability for the rocks to deal damage. And I'll put in some enemies in the game. But it's just so satisfying and cool to be able to have a game that is recognizable. (laughs) And uh, so I'm slowly but surely building this game world up. Time's like slipping by so fast this month, I feel like. I can't believe we're already on uh, January 12th. So I'm hoping I have like like a full, at least kind of demo of this game I'm trying to make for one game a month. And then I can kind of almost see it becoming something I want to work on um more in depth in the future, so that's been fun um I've met a lot of cool people on stream this this month um that are also getting involved in the in the discord, which is really cool and it's also kind of satisfying too because now that I'm getting back into it and I have a game that you know I feel like looks interesting at least people are willing to stop by my stream and hang out like you know i've been able to attract 15 or so people uh without getting any hosts or anything sometimes which is cool whereas before it'd be like you know me and mikey t-shirt and apothic just hanging out the whole time so it feels good i feel like i'm already growing a lot in terms of skill and also my channel or my twitch stream and so i'm just going to keep at it Um, the other thing is this this week uh, my wife and i talked about it she's been having a rough time sleeping because mostly because of what happens after I'm done streaming. Cause I was streaming nine to 11 and oftentimes that meant like nine to 1130 or 12. And then I'd get in And whenever I leave the office, my cats, like, freak out. They get all excited and, like, want to play. Like, they're all, you know, nice and cute and cuddling with her and, like, sleeping on the bed with her and, like, all good. And then as soon as I open that door, it's like a freaking party starts, you know? Like, (laughs) so every single time it's been basically waking her up and she hasn't been sleeping well. And I haven't been sleeping a lot because I'm going to bed much later. So I'm going to start doing my streams from 8 to 10. Um, and try to cut off like 10:15 at the latest and it's crazy how much one hour of sleep can make a difference like i did that the last two nights and both both mornings i woke up and i was like wow i feel good <laughs> <laughs> you know so um and that's helped me definitely not drag at work and stuff which has been good and then also not drag as much on stream like when I'd hit day five in a row or day four in a row of staying up super late and trying to like invest all this creative energy into a project by the end of the week, I was like dragging so hard. And then somebody comes on stream and they're like trying to give you ideas on like how to program something you've never programmed. And you're like, I have no idea what you're saying, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so I think that'll help. Um, and it's been fun. I'm really enjoying it. Nice yeah um additionally this is kind of outside of that topic but and i don't know how much i can really say anything but at work we got an oculus rift and i've been i'm kind of like tasked with setting it up and (laughs) and testing it which has been freaking awesome so like this last week um, we had to get a new graphics card for the machine that we we have and i've been like I've been waiting for it for several weeks and it finally got here on like Saturday or Sunday or Monday, maybe got it, got it plugged into the computer, set it all up and got the Oculus going, dude. It's so fun. And it's really interesting to me, um, seeing the differences between the Vive and the Oculus. Like, have you ever done Oculus Rift or just Vive? Just Vive. So like the impression I get from just like Googling things is that, people think the Oculus kind of sucks like compared to the Vive. And what's funny is maybe it's because I don't have either of them, but I just felt so like fortunate to have a VR experience with the Oculus that it seemed like there was almost no difference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Like it was still amazing like to be immersed I- like that.
0: Yeah, I bet if you were pouring your own money into it, it'd be a different situation.
1: Maybe you know you'd that be a lot be
0: more you'd be a lot more uh, critical and stuff. Critical, yeah, scrutinizing. Yeah. You'd be really pouring over specs, and then you complain <laughs> it. And you'd be like, "Oh God!" Like, did you feel like that hiccup? Like, it made me nauseous. Like, I can't. You you know, you'd find something probably. I yeah. haven't used the Oculus before, and while I've definitely am familiar with a lot of the complaints about it you know whether or not that they're founded or whatever. I mean, it's like a completely different price point too. So, See, like... well, see,
1: that's the thing. So, Oculus right now is 3.99 um and it used to be so it used to be uh 5.99 and then you had to pay pay $99 for the uh, motion controllers. But now it's 3.99 with the controllers. Yeah. So, it's like basically cut in half. And first of all, so my favorite thing about the Oculus is the touch controllers. I actually like them way better than I like the Vive controllers. Um, they just feel more natural in your hand. Mm. And I don't know. There's something about them that's, that's good. Like the joysticks are great. I like the joysticks as opposed to like that little round touch pad kind of a thing, which I've always felt has been kind of awkward on the, the Vive. Um, but like for the... The difference in price, I just almost don't feel like the Vive is worth it. The Oculus is like probably, in my opinion, like 90 to 95% as good. And yeah. it does better in some categories than the Vive in general.
0: Does it offer one-to-one like motion
1: detection? Um, for the most part. I mean, I don't know exactly what you mean by that. But the sensors are set up in a different way. Like there are these... They use a different technology, I think. I don't know if they use the exact type of, like, triangulation that yeah. the the Vive uses. You set up set them up in front of you, and I actually thought that there was only going to be one because I think the original Oculus only had one, but yeah. it came with two. And so you do, like, you, you space the sensors, like, three to six feet apart on your desk in front of you, and then you draw... I mean, you still do that same thing. You draw, like, a play space around and it shows you the boundaries and everything Mm. and so like i always thought that the oculus was basically like they call you know three point versus six point vr uh three point being you can look around in any direction and six point being you can look around in any direction and also move in any direction but the oh my god my cat's freaking out (laughs) uh the Oculus like for what I've used for the most part is 6 point. There are certain games that are designed for 3 point. And in fact, some of those were my favorite games. I played this one that reminded me of like Crash Bandicoot. So it was like this 3D platform game in VR. Yeah. And it was just so cool and immersive. Like almost everything I've done up until that point had been these first person kind of games. Yeah. And this one just took like a totally different spin. Like you still contr- you control like this little character in your game world. You're running around. You can still kinda like look around at the scenery and like move around and stuff, but it just was like it's like imagine Mario where you're like watching Mario and you're in his scene or whatever. Um and like you're just playing it. It's just this weird feeling. I don't know. It was my favorite thing I played. So nice.
0: Yeah, I saw you talking about that on the server. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Personally, I don't. I don't really have any gripes with the Oculus because I've never used it. But also, I don't have. I don't really don't have a, you know, a dog in this fight at all. Um, yeah. I've That's... only used the Vive, which I thought was a really great experience, and now. Um, our buddy Jeff Solium is over at CES 2018 in Vegas right now and he was reporting on the um the Vives, you know, wireless capabilities like yeah. it's going to get like a battery pack which is like that's awesome. like next level stuff man yeah, it's pretty cool.
1: I know. Yeah, I was reading about that too. I was reading about the battery pack and then also the uh Vive Pro is coming with different types of controllers which are they look like they fit in your hands more so it's more like they're trying to achieve this, like, um, more realistic hand controllers. Like, it's not like you're using a joystick or any type of gaming mechanism that we're used to. It's like you actually are controlling your hands kind of a thing. And then also the the Vive Pro has, like, built-in heads or, uh, earphones or whatever. And uh, it has, like, I thought I read it that it has a 75% greater pixel count, which is crazy. Wow yeah so and that's with the oculus. That's the only thing that I've felt so far that I can even slightly complain about is that it is it is a like clear not maybe not obvious but clear that the screen size in the display is slightly smaller like it kind of looks like you have you know when you're swimming and you put on goggles like the the ones that cover both eyes and the nose it kind of reminds me of that where you can kind of like see the outline of the goggles but then everything else is like you're looking through it. Hmm. So, it's like the slightest little bit on on the left and right side that you notice you know, you're inside of a headset, but it only takes away from the immersion like the very tiniest amount. Like oftentimes, you know, you still get lost in it. So, if I like if I were in the running for getting a VR headset right now, i would go with the oculus because it's gonna cost me a lot less yeah and you don't like so we got the gtx 1060 with six gigs of video video memory and it was like 250. like that's pretty cheap for a high-powered graphics card um that can play vr and so that's that's the only thing though is like investing for me like personally investing in it is just a lot of money Cause like I could replace my, my PC right now could handle it if I got the graphics card. but even with the Oculus, that's a close to $700 investment. So yeah. if I was going for like a console already, like if I wanted to get an Xbox 1x, I would say get the oculus instead. So yeah, yeah that the only other thing that I don't like is uh, it's made well made by Oculus but owned by Facebook and i don't really want to support facebook that much anymore so no i don't blame you <laughs> so that's the only thing but it's been fun dude it's like i i literally have to test this system at work because i have to design the control mechanisms for it and designing like the whole system for people to be able to use it so it's pretty cool that i can just go to work and play vr <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know so that's been fun this week um, and really, it's made me want want it even more. <laughs> oh, that's cool, man.
0: Yeah. We'll, uh, yeah. I don't know if your well, your phone probably doesn't support it because you're you're a little behind. But I was gonna say you could look into uh, you know doing some phone VR with Google yeah. Daydream and that sort of stuff. It's pretty pretty cool, actually. I use I it bet. sometimes.
1: Yeah. I don't know how like the newest Google VR. I don't think my phone supports, but like the Google Cardboard apps or whatever. It oh does yeah support. yeah the daydream I don't think it's built in but oh well so yeah that's pretty much my week
0: (laughs) (laughs) uh anybody who can't tell already uh we we had like a two-hour conversation before this (laughs) podcast started and um you know while it's it you know it's just stuff that we weren't ready to share with the world quite yet otherwise you know we would have been recording it and (laughs) would have been a great episode but uh we gotta yeah. play some things close to the chest for a couple weeks so
1: yeah i'm really excited though for for game devs quest this year i think what it's feeling like right now is that we're kind of at a new beginning with the podcast like first of all we're about to hit a year in a couple of months of doing the podcast um, or at least doing it in the public view i think next month will hit a year for us right like yeah. when we actually started it but I feel like it's kind of starting to shift a little bit from being just kind of this tiny little, like, I don't know if I want to call it like mom and pop kind of a <laughs> a podcast. But, you know, like it's basically been us like fully driving it, which has been a blast. And I've learned a lot this year and it's been rewarding in so many ways. But I feel like it's starting to almost kind of shift as, to a more community oriented, um, you know, our listeners and viewers and people in our community are starting to give us ideas and like drive the drive, the, the path for where we're going, which is just really cool. Um, so I think this, this year, uh, 2018 is going to be a good year for game devs quest. We're going to continue moving forward. I think we're going to grow in terms of community and quality. And um, I don't know, man, it's just, something i look forward to every week so i appreciate uh all of the viewers listeners but really appreciate you too Rhett. it's been hey. amazing dude and i'm Thanks. excited too with uh for all the other stuff you're working on and we have going on uh as well so yep
0: yeah. it's gonna be the year of uh moving and shaking that's right soon. oh man i kind of we're kind of running dry here what else you want? do? i know <laughs> yeah we do need challenges. We can talk about the daily challenges, too, and see how those oh, have yeah, gone.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, I, some of you guys following along probably know uh, if you're involved in the Discord, we've been coming up with daily challenges, and uh, it's going really good. Um, I still want to say, if you guys have any ideas for daily challenges, to uh, to let us know. You can even uh, post it up in the daily challenges section. Just say, hey, Rhett Taylor or whatever, here's, uh, here's an idea I have for daily challenge, and then we'll decide a day and and user challenge if we like it um but yeah it's actually i think i'm not entirely sure i think tomorrow might be the one month anniversary of the daily challenge which is kind of cool i can't believe nice. that we've come up with that many ideas i've tried not to use any uh that i've already used yet but i might have to start digging soon
0: yeah well and today i unwittingly beat the challenge without knowing about it Oh yeah. Uh, Today today's daily challenge support the little guy and I uh, went ahead and uh while I was looking at Patreon stuff uh I went ahead and dropped a couple bucks supporting artists and podcasters and content creators that I enjoy.
1: Awesome, dude. So uh
0: if you guys are looking for a way to uh you know support the little guy Patreon is a great platform. Um, and uh you know it helps give artists and content creators that you really admire like uh Kind of like a stable little income stream so they can spend more time doing what you want them to, which is Mm -hmm. creating their content and less time, you know, working at the grind and all that sort of stuff. So, Yeah, for sure. Um, Yeah, I went ahead and and dropped a couple bucks on a couple podcasts I like, including Page of the Wind, uh, the daily podcast where they read a page from Patrick Rothfuss's name of the wind. Um, if that you guys like cool. that book, I really suggest going and uh, checking out the podcast. It's it's really not the best; The audio quality is pretty low, but the people are fun, and it's really fun to have like a little ten minute bite that I can listen to every day, seven days a week. Yeah, so
1: that is cool. How yeah. how many pages are they in?
0: Uh, right now, they're in like they just passed the like hundred threshold a couple days ago. Okay. So, so they,
1: is is their goal to be able to uh, to do the whole tr- like trilogy? By the time, like, hopefully Patrick Rothfuss has the the last book out before they get to it. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's well, it's gonna take them like two years almost to finish the
1: uh, wise man's first Spirit book and everything. Oh, just the first book. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's like seven hundred pages, huh? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, uh,
0: they definitely have like talked about going more, but they're unwilling to commit right now. Uh, mm-hmm. they do have a Patreon reward that if they cross, um the barrier of a thousand dollars a month. And I don't know if it's like every month or if it's just once, one time mm-hmm. uh, that they will then commit to doing the second book.
1: Oh, cool. Okay.
0: Um, and it's kind of fun because like, uh, they're all kind of like artistic people. Like one of them is, um, you know, like a visual artist. Uh, I think like one of them studied like Shakespearean literature, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what the other one does or if they, you know, whatever they do, they're a little bit more private than, than we are on their podcast. But uh, it's really fun hearing their takes. And, and one of them is, like, the crazy theory guy who, <laughs> like, always presents, like, these theories. And he's like, now hear me out. And it's, like, always a freaking, like, crapshoot with him. It's like, okay, that's reasonable. Okay, that's the craziest thing I've ever heard.
1: Uh, oh, that's funny. I might have to check it out. And, yeah, like, I've been fun. I've been thinking about, especially, like, if they get through both books, like, I, I want to remember these stories before I, the third one comes out. But I don't know if I really want to commit to rereading them because I'm such a slow reader and I have these other books on the docket. So maybe I'll listen to that and I'll, uh, you know, basically reread the book through them. (laughs) That's what I'm doing. Yeah. Well,
0: I accidentally like read ahead and uh, finished it already, but (laughs) I'm still listening to the podcast like they uh, they really highlight. Certain things they pick up on really small details because you're going one page at a time. So there's like, there has been a number of things that I've missed. I mean, I've read the book like probably 10 times. Wow. Um, But uh, they pick up on a lot of things. And so it's really interesting. Um, I I do really encourage anybody who likes fantasy books, if you haven't read Name of the Wind, read it. And if you want to then follow along with Page of the Wind, uh, go ahead.
1: It's a really cool idea. I
0: like it. It is, yeah. They're inspired yeah. by the podcast Star Wars Minute, which was like the first, like it's like movies by minute. You know, you watch one minute oh. of of a movie and then podcast about it, <laughs> um, which That's I thought pretty was pretty cool clever. Too. Yeah. So, uh, Page of the Wind is the podcast that I wish I came up with. Like <laughs> when I hear how simple it is, it's like, oh, of course, <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: nice, dude. That's awesome. Well, I'm glad you're uh, you're out there supporting the other like the I mean I don't know if they're little guys they might be bigger than us but no they're smaller it. than we are Oh cool Yeah yeah it's good they uh, yeah.
0: they just have a really good idea with and they and I found them on Facebook ads so like, Oh cool Yeah their ad hit me and I was like huh and I kept seeing the ad day in day out I picked yeah. them up on like episode 6 or 7 Wow and I was like all right so I've been listening <laughs> to them ever since every day nice. 10 minutes a day It's fun That's
1: cool Yeah see that's that's kind of the whole point I mean part of the whole One of the whole points of the podcast, I mean, is just to advocate for positivity and self-betterment and growth. Uh, But that's, I guess, the main goal with the Daily Challenge is to, I mean, usually it's going to be geared towards game development. But um, other times it's about uh, creating a positive game development community, whether it's within Game Devs Quest or outside of that. And also just, you know like a positive outlook for yourself um, whether it's forming a positive habit like meditation or yoga or whatever um, or just like having a better perception of yourself, you know? Yeah. And I think that's something well, like game developers are probably more likely to be introverted. And a lot of introverts have depression or um, anxiety or, you know, just not a lot of like self, value or anything like that um i i run into this problem where i like don't think i can do something or don't think like i'm good enough at something to be able to like you know talk to somebody more experienced about it and this this happens all the time when i'm um when i've thought about getting a development job or whatever i always just kind of shoot myself down before i you know put my name into the hat or whatever and that's Something I need to work on, and I think probably a lot of people that are in the game development community probably feel the same way, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I, I can agree with that. And you know, part of the f- joy of like the daily challenges uh, is that you know a, a better, a brighter tomorrow is available any any day when you wake up. You know, you got to make a choice, and mm-hmm. um, and a lot of the choices to me always boil down with, well, what can I do about that right now?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What can I do about that goal right now? Right. Um. And if there's something that I can do right at that moment, then why not do it? And so waking up every morning and having the daily challenges that are right there, You know, just rolling out of bed and being able to th- say, okay, like today, how do I support the little guy? Well, I did that before I knew that that was the goal, but it's like, Patreon is an easy way to put money into people's pockets that you respect and want to see more of the work. Um, yeah, you know, And that ties in with your yesterday's challenge. Practice something that you think you're bad at. Stop telling yourself that you're bad at it. What can I do about my goals right now? Okay, you want to be a better artist? Go on YouTube. Find an art tutorial. Stop telling yourself you're bad because what every artist will tell you is that I'm not naturally gifted. I took mm-hmm. a lot of practice to get here. Yep. and everybody will tell you that. I got here because I practiced my ass off, not because I had some sort of like, you know, supernatural talent for things. You mm-hmm. know, and there are talented people who, uh, you know, happen to strike on their talent. Uh, you know, Michael Jordan, freaking, um, Jimmy Tiger Woods, <laughs> Tiger Woods. You know, yeah. it's where it's like where their natural gifts sort of f- meet their practice and preparation. I mean, anybody who just says Tiger Woods is. Well, he's just naturally gifted. I can never get that good. I mean, the guy <laughs> hits ten thousand practice balls a day when he was at yeah, his peak. So don't right. tell me you don't <laughs> got you know that you don't want to put in the time, right? Um, yeah, I th- and I think a lot of people suffer from imposter syndrome, and part of putting that part of putting that to bed is acting.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: You know, it, it's uh, what can I do now? Right. And um, you know, I, granted, I've, I'm a little different than a lot of people. It's like it's to me, I'd rather have somebody tell me, I mean, I suffer from imposter syndrome too. Anybody could tell you that, but it's like, it's like if I'm looking at a job or if I'm looking at some sort of thing, it's like, well, I'm going to make that person tell me that I'm not good enough. I'm not going to tell myself that, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, Which is how I got myself into a lot of weird situations. Like, (laughs) you know, like playing, playing music for money. Like, which is a great thing, you know, playing in professional symphony and theater. Um, (laughs) It was like, well, I'm going to put my hat in this and I'm going to make them tell me that I'm not good enough if that's the case. <laughs> and nobody's told me that yet. So like yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? Right. And I I won't even admit to being the best at what I do. It's just mm-hmm. that uh actually I I always joke that that uh, I pride myself on being the second best at everything <laughs> I do because it's not good at when... poker, rat. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a bad idea. Second best is places. first loser. <laughs> yeah, it usually is. Yeah, but sorry. But no. But even then, like, I think. Uh, well,
1: there's... even then, you you can't win unless you try. You exactly. Know? Exactly. Right. Like, how many times have we played guts where you go in with Jack Six and then you fondle a, a Jack and beat my like pair of Tens and I win? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right. Uh, uh. There's a
0: place where fate and, uh, and you know fortune and and preparedness meet yep and um I, I like to be right there you know number one doesn't like to show up for his job on time all right baby number two gets a shot that's you right know? so yep. um well i think that's being like... the best at something is overrated anyways like you just want to be good at something so yeah oh yeah don't worry about people's perception of your talent you mm-hmm. know just worry about doing the best you can right and uh, worry
1: about doing that's another thing
0: you mm-hmm. know worry about doing
1: yeah with uh well with several things like my so i've been doing you know yoga with adrian and yesterday i really didn't want to do it but um i did it anyways and adrian the yoga instructor on the videos you know basically said like he all right right, feel you're, like doing this <laughs> yeah yeah almost she was like yeah all right you're here you know you might think that that you don't want to be here. You might think that you're bad at this, but you know what? You're here. Good job. Like don't worry about that. Have a good time. Enjoy this time. Make it yeah. something precious, you know? And uh same thing with Twitch streaming, right? Like for a while I was streaming Sundays, like just Sundays, right? And that was fun. Like it was it was uh, a great experience, a good taste into Twitch streaming. I learned a lot from it. But I found that by being consistent doing it a lot like not only did i get more comfortable and more i mean better at game dev honestly met a lot of cool people but i also just um you know just by showing up became more successful at it you know and and i think that's kind of the point like stop stop telling yourself you're bad at something you can't do something and just start doing it and eventually that that thought is going to go away and you're going to realize oh you know what maybe i'm not so bad at this
0: yeah. You know, it always to me it always kind of boils down to and we sound like a freaking self-righteous like self-help motivation <laughs> podcast right now, but but to me it always boils down to uh like that phrase like fake it till you make it, you know? Yeah. Like um and sure. honestly like, you know, you are what you do. Mm-hmm. You aren't what you say, you aren't what you think. I mean, you are what you think, so you should be careful about, you know, putting yourself down in your mind, but Yeah. but like I, we've all met these people that are just big talkers, you know? They're, they're the ones that's like, they're the idea men. I talk about this like every freaking episode now, <laughs> it seems like, but like, oh, I got a, I got a great idea, but like, this guy doesn't want to do the work with me for free. So, you know, it's never going to get done. It's like, dude, learn to do it yourself. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, if you can't find a way in, like, make your own way in. Um, and, uh, there's a lot of people out there, you know, they want to be game developers, but, uh, they only want to like watch videos. They don't want to do anything else. Well, I say to you, you are what you do. And if you want to be a game dev, you are a game dev. The moment that you start taking steps towards that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like telling people, uh, you know, cause I, I always hate identifying myself by my, my subsistence job, you know, well, what do you do for a living? It's like, uh, Okay. Well, that's a stupid question, but I'll tell you other things that I do. You know, and I tell people that I like I'm a musician or I'm a writer. And before the big question, when I tell people I'm a musician, is like, "Oh, well, like, so you play professionally?" Well, now I can tell them that I do, but before, you know, I always just say, "Oh, no, I'm current. I'm I'm working on that, though. You know, I'm taking steps." Mm-hmm. And that was usually good enough. If you're worried about what people think, that was usually good enough, even for some of the staunchest people in my family. We're like, "Oh, okay. Like, so you plan any?" any show like you gotta make money like you got an album going or whatever whatever it might be and be like no but all that's like in the in the process you know like i'm halfway there
1: yeah well and it re- kind of reminds me the first uh keto uh game dev conference that we went to enjoy game, enjoy dev. game dev like i was talking or no uh christer mcfunky pants basically said like okay i know like many of you out there think that you're aspiring game devs and i literally had this written in my my twitter profile the yeah. first thing was aspiring game dev and he goes yeah. i want to tell you something if you have decided to start making games you're a game dev you're not aspiring you are a game dev so like stop telling remember. yourself you're something less than that yeah right and so I remember
0: I, as soon as that conference ended, you went on your Twitter and you took that off. <laughs> I
1: did. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's about like how you identify like, and I still, I mean, I still have that like little bit of doubt in my head that says like, well, I'm not good enough at this. I am an aspiring game dev. And I think the idea there is that I'm always aspiring to be a better game dev, but I still am a game dev. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, just everyone out there, like we all struggle with the same things. And like, I'm not here saying, like, I don't want to sound like we think we've made it because we definitely haven't. And yeah. and I think that's what life is—is is just like continual improvement, you know? Yeah. And like, once you once you feel like you've made it, I think that's a time to really reflect and realize you still have a lot to improve on. Like, you've yeah. never made it, even if you make yeah. the biggest game ever. Like, if you're freaking Notch right now, right? Notch yeah. has plenty of things he can improve on, I'm sure. You know, it's probably yeah, like personal his social things. social graces, or... for one. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's just like that's, I, and I think that's kind of a stoic type of a thing, a philosophy. Like, yeah, well, you one have...
0: day, you keep telling yourself you're game dev. One day you're going to wake up, and, you know, you really will be, and uh-huh. you're going to be uh, looking around, and that's the moment, you know, like you said, when you feel like you've made it. That's when you gotta reevaluate, figure. Okay, well, what do I do now? What steps do I take to keep growing and keep changing? Mm -hmm. Like the moment that you feel like you've made it is the moment that you need to like reevaluate, and you need to just keep plucking away at other things. Like,
1: yeah. Well, and how many times have you heard stories about, um, you know, people in Hollywood or or whatever who have been like waiters or whatever until they finally make it in the industry, and then like their whole world comes crashing down because you know they they've made it you know <laughs> they they made it big they made these millions of dollars or whatever or like the same thing as like winning a winning the lottery people who win the lottery oftentimes go bankrupt because they feel like they've made it they don't need to work they don't need to like get better yeah. at being a person kind of a yeah. thing it ends up being so, like the worst thing that ever happened to them right <laughs> <laughs> so yeah just keep that in mind we're all like a goal in life I think for everybody should be to be better at their craft, but also to be a better person every day. And that's something like, and that's part of the reason why doing these daily challenges for me has been really rewarding. Doing this podcast has been really rewarding because it's like, even though I'm completely not perfect and I have like miles and miles to go to be where I want to be, it's kind of a way of empowering other people. And like, your positivity kind of shines off of you and and i have this tendency to be a very pessimistic person who's kind of nihilistic about you know the universe and like uh the world as you'll see in our pod our book club podcast uh i don't really have the greatest outlook on things but i think that if we kind of focus in on a frame and you know it's like the political system like oftentimes these big political movements start from these like grassroots kind of like you know some politician talking at a rally where there's like 20 people or something you know if you take these moments and individually try and touch other people in a positive way it just I think makes the world a better place and I I'm feeling like so I don't want to say blessed because I hate that word but I just feel so great about the fact that something that Rhett and I are doing has made a positive impact on other people. Like, it's just the most amazing feeling, you know? And it makes, it's kind of addicting. I want it to continue. I want people to find positivity and encouragement from us. Like, total scrubs, Admit, like, admittedly, <laughs> uh, you know? And, and then maybe they can go on and pass that to other people. So I think it'll make the... It'll make, if we decide that we're positive and we pass that along to you and you decide that you're positive, you can pass it on to somebody else and it's going to positively impact somebody else's life and also just like the world around us. So Mm -hmm. there's tons of terrible, like just the worst shit going on in the world, right? But if we reach out on a personal level to people, not only can we, we become more rounded and aware of what other people's existence is like like we can become better people from doing that so
0: yep yeah yeah couldn't have said it better myself anyways (sighs) actually i can now allow me to start no i'm kidding uh uh, we made it though right? we're we're close to an hour (laughs) yeah we gotta we'll we'll be cutting about four or five minutes but um yeah man i think we're up against the clock here so just wanted to t- touch base on a couple things real quick uh i think we're gonna take another week and get some more votes in for the omg jam theme right now the yeses outweigh the noes. so if you really don't want a theme you should uh tweet at us uh at least using the hashtag omg jam yes if you want a theme hashtag omg jam no if you do not want a theme um doesn't mean that you know if we get in the votes and we really don't care about them then sorry but uh we're going to do our best at least tally and we'll we'll let you guys know like who won and you know why we ended up going the way we did but i think we are leaning towards going with the votes um mm-hmm. at least to see how it goes you know at the very least it turns out to be you know something cool and we never do it again but uh um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so uh give us your votes and um also Taylor uh
1: challenges for this week um my challenge to you Rhett I really wanted it to be game dev related but instead I will challenge you to start um the 30 days of yoga with uh yoga with Adrian okay I'll do that it's like the first the first couple of episodes are a little bit longer like around 30 minutes but then they kind of start flattening out to about 15 to 25 minutes or so so it's not really that big of a commitment and honestly like my body is starting to feel better. Like, Good. I, as I've gotten older, I'm getting, like, knee pain and back pain and neck pain. And not, like, bad, but I haven't noticed it near as much just from doing maybe, I think I'm on day six. I haven't done it every single day, but I'm trying to do it a couple times a week. Nice. And yeah. So I'm going to continue. I want to try and make that, like, a consistent goal. So. Do you have, like, a mat
0: that you use? Or do you um, just, d- like, do it on the floor?
1: I do have a mat, although my cats love it. So they're, like, scratching it up and whatever. So it's probably not going to last too long. Um a-holes. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to use a mat, though. Um, if your carpet is, like, somewhat cushioned, you can do it there. But a mat might help, like, help you keep grip on certain poses and stuff. Okay. So, I don't know. And I think you can pick one up, you know, at, like, I don't know Dick's Sporting Goods or whatever for like ten bucks or something. Yeah. But I don't think you need one for sure. So. Cool. I'm gonna challenge you
0: to. I want you to. You know, you can use Beatbox, uh, or you can use FL Studio. You can use whatever you want. Mm -hmm. But I want you to make a jingle or a little tune, something. You know, it could be. 20 seconds long could be 30 seconds long. Hey, you can make a whole song if you want. But I want you to make, you know, something every day. It doesn't have to be perfect. Ooh, wow! Every day. I think you can do it because right. look, because look, <laughs> you, I just want you to, you know, try something new every day when you do it. Okay. But but like I said, it doesn't have to be long. It could be 10 yeah. seconds, 20, 30 be a minute whatever you want it to be and i think you'll surprise yourself but take you know maybe you uh mess around uh with something um I, they got a lot of options for stuff on your phone that's cool. cool uh you know post them up on the google drive so i can listen to them yeah but maybe uh, we should, you know maybe we can and no worries next week
1: <laughs> yeah yeah
0: and no worries if you don't finish the challenge i mean i i don't think you're going to be able to do every day but, oh uh,
1: we're talking trash huh yeah, you know, <laughs> <laughs> trying to incentivize it. <laughs> yeah, but uh, maybe, you
0: know, if you got uh, try to try to come up with a theme, so, like a like an overworld theme for your rebirth game. Or... That's a good
1: idea. I'll yeah. I'll focus on uh, doing that for my game then. Yeah, yeah.
0: You know, try to capture certain moods, you know. Maybe maybe yeah. you want like a happy piece, maybe you want like a brooding piece, maybe you want something that's just like a little jingle that could be I don't know, played across the splash screen of your of your uh rebirth game or something yeah yeah, man there's lots of options out there um so that's my challenge to you
1: i like it a lot actually <laughs> good yeah i've had a lot of fun with beatbox good. but there's a an, there's another one called uh uh bosca seal or something like that yeah and uh that's another like eight bit uh sound program that i might check out this week since that's my challenge we'll see
0: yeah man there's some really good ones if you want um yeah yeah yeah, we can talk about it uh, other times too, but. For sure. Yeah, cool. Well, I think that about does it for this week. You guys can hit us up at the, all the usual channels. We're on Twitter, at Game Devs Quest. We're, uh, you can email us, gdq at airpodcast.com. Of course, we're always on Facebook, but hey, nobody really cares. But it's facebook.com slash airpodcast. You can get uh, uh, this episode and all other episodes on our website, airpodcast.com, or else on Twitter, Stitcher Radio. Uh, your favorite podcast app of choice and uh, if you got some time this week we'd really appreciate uh, a rate a review a subscribe whatever it might be uh, really helps people find us maintains that um, you know maintain that uh, visibility and uh, helps us climb the charts and find new people who may want to uh, up their game dev game just like you um, if you know any new game developers that are having a hard time figuring out a place to start, send them our way. Put a, put a, send them to Episode 1. Uh, that's yep. what we're all about. So we really appreciate you guys sticking around and helping us build this community. Uh, you want to join the Discord server, just hit us up on Twitter or send us an email and we'll get you that link. I think it's floating around nowadays, but we'll get yeah, you to I,
1: it. I tweeted out a permanent Discord link today, so you guys could just go to our uh, Twitter channel twitter sweet 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 feed or whatever but i also encourage you guys to check out our twitch channels uh i'm not sure how often you stream individually Rhett, but i haven't uh, streamed in
0: a long time
1: all right uh i stream four to five times a week at twitch.tv forward slash taylord that's seven a y l o r d and then you can check out our twitch channel uh twitch.tv forward slash game devs quest we will likely be streaming our work on uh the one mechanic game jam on our Twitch channel. So be a lot of fun. Like scenario. The... Yeah. Appreciate the support guys. Um looking forward to working with you every day. So hope you yeah, guys yeah, have a good yeah. week. We'll catch you hey, later. Hey.
0: If we can do it you can
1: too. I'm Rhett. i I'm Taylor. Thanks guys. Cute that music. Oh yeah.